we're talking about the Midas and the Kiyos. We're talking about the various various areas where a person has to not just be careful not to do various, but to avoid anything which could touch another, anything which could lead to another. And uh, the Messiah was going through various various which he felt were common, commonly being transgressed. And he explains that each one within the Kiyos of that there is. So you're holding uh, the paragraph which starts Anfi Chilol Hashem. It's Berach in the middle of the paragraph. It says Anfi Chilol Hashem. If you're going to talk about what he calls the branches, the different areas of Chilol Hashem, Kam came him Rabbi Mugdadi. The Rabbi, there are lots of different ways which Chilol Hashem can manifest itself. Mugdadi, that's something important. Why? A person has to be very careful when it comes to uh, protecting Hashem's honor. And that's perhaps the fundamental inside of is the same thing, of Chilul Hashem. And that is what a person does, reflects on Hashem. Because since Ta Yisrael in general, and Tamil in particular, are seen as either somebody who's uh, close to Hashem or somebody who's doing what Hashem wants them to do so then people see it the other way around too and that is when a person like that does well if that's what Hashem wants you to do so that if, if it's something which is not positive the Hashem can make a negative uh, so to speak a, a negative perspective on what all Hashem are meant to do and therefore people have to be very careful whatever everything a person does the person has to think very carefully. Not going to be something which is going to cause the chilul of Hashem. Even if a person was over chilul Hashem b'shoigeg, it's punished, not just amazing. And what's the reason for that? It's Rabbi Yerat, and he says that normally uh, the reason why shoigeg isn't responsible is because he wasn't intending to do anything wrong. It was a mistake. But when it comes to Chilol Hashem, so Hashem is Chayef. Why? Oh, it's a mistake. He wasn't telling something wrong. So Ben Yenis is a principle. And he says, for some, something I don't have to think about in either direction. And then I can say, oh, no, I made a mistake. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to do something wrong. That could be a good excuse. But when you're meant to be doing something and I didn't do it, so I can't say it was, I, I didn't do it, it was a mistake. You didn't do what you were meant to do. To do something wrong, where I can say you did it on purpose, it wasn't a mistake. So if it's justifiable, that was a mistake. If there's something I'm meant to be doing, and I didn't do it, so I can't say it was a mistake, I didn't do it. You didn't do what you were meant to do. If I have something I'm meant to do, in a positive sense, so there wasn't a mistake, why wouldn't you do what you knew you were meant to do, so why wouldn't you do it? For example, let's give another example of that. If I'm meant to be watching an animal, so then if I don't watch an animal, because of the animal runs off and damages, you can't say it was a mistake. It wasn't a mistake, you're a pushhead. You had a job to do, you were meant to be doing your job. If I'm saying that I, I did something wrong and I wasn't intending to do it wrong, then you can say it was a mistake. If it's something that you had a job to do and you weren't doing your job, so it wasn't a mistake that happened, you were doing something wrong. You weren't doing the so job. So there's no like, in that right, case? there's no shaggy. And that's what he says. That if we're talking about Chilul Hashem, in the sense that I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do the wrong thing, I didn't realize it was a mistake. Okay, but the mission says there's no mistakes. Which means a person has to actively be thinking the whole time, and I'm making sure that I'm not going to do anything to cause a chilul And therefore, it's not just the letter of why did you do that wrong. 
as you actively were meant to be thinking about protecting Vajramahim, and you weren't doing that, so then there's a time on you. Why, would you, why wasn't it on your mind to think about Vajramahim? And therefore, it's, it's not one specific thing. Anything which a person does, which has to think about, would this be something which would cause other people to look down on Hashem or Oyev Hashem, whatever it's going to be, cause the lack of Vajramahim, that should always be a consideration in my mind. And therefore, I won't come to mistakes. A person, a person who's who sees this happening, right? A person should know that. Uh, I mean, if I ever see someone doing something wrong, I know that he's not perfect, and I know that he's a human being. I don't, I don't think that it, it's not a pigam in the covenant of Hashem in my eyes. I, I even if it's a big tamachach when I see him doing something wrong, I, okay, not everybody's perfect, and I know he's trying his hardest, but like, depends what the one really, is. What? It depends what the mistake is. In other words, if it's something you expect the person to know, you think, why isn't he doing the right thing? Someone else should be doing the right thing. So there could be a chalasha. Is that a chesaron? If, if somebody, if, if, if it's, if, if there's a pagam in the covenant of Hashem in the person who sees it, right? So in his eyes, that's a chesaron in him, no? It might also be the case, but the maestro is the person responsible for the Okay, so, okay. That's what the Gemara says in Yomah. Rav says, I would buy meat and I wouldn't pay cash on the spot, or we look like a Chidul Hashem. Now, we're not talking about Rav was stealing, we're not talking about the fact that the butcher expected to be paid. It could be the butcher was willing to give Rav credit. But for the onlookers who see Rav taking meat and not paying, so what are they going to think? Rav the Ganif? He didn't steal from the store, the butcher gave it to him. I was going to think something else. I think the butcher is giving him a gift. We saw. He gave him a gift. He didn't pay. The butcher gave him a gift. Well, why would someone give Rav a gift? And this butcher never has shaders and cashless. And who does he ask for shaders and cashless to? Right? People think. And therefore, it's not, it's bichlal, not what happens. Really, Rav was willing to pay and just send me the gold at the end of the month. I'll pay. But for the people who see Rav taking meat, not paying on the spot, they're going to think, yeah, this butcher, he and Rav have a deal together. Now you match my animals, I'll give you free meat. That's a chilol Hashem. That's a chilol Hashem. If people start to suspect somebody's doing something, you know, not completely kosher, not completely above board, now, even though that wasn't Rav's intention, and there wasn't even what was happening, but the man said, the fact that you have to be aware of what are people going to think is going on, that's something important. And therefore, that's what that Rav says is called a chilol Hashem. Remember, Rav's talking about himself. Come on, go ahead and meet. If I would do this, it would be a chilol Hashem. If other people might be okay. We might be okay. And this is an important point, because this is the din of a Poisek. Uh, Rav is talking as Rav, but he was the Poisek of Bob. And therefore, Rav is saying, if as a Poisek, someone looks like they're getting favors from the people they're asking for, and as a result, the people start by thinking, you know, you know we know he's giving him a yaksha, but he's getting a kickback from it, or something like that, that's Chilol Hashem. And therefore, you have to be very careful that if you're going to, if you're going to be giving a Psaq or something, no one should ever think that there's a, any, any kind of nagia involved. Any mashkiach timidi shouldn't be sitting down and eating at the table of the restaurant. Yes, right. Right, if you're the mashkiach and someone, then you shouldn't seem to be getting any benefit from the place. So why did Moshe Rabbeinu avoid those, those uh, tasks that he was accused of? Sorry? Collecting of money and asking Shilas out, out in the tent. When they when they may as well accuse him, why didn't he know that he shouldn't have done it beforehand? Because he puts him in that in that monster. Moshe had no choice. Uh, he he, had, he was in charge of the Mishkan, 
and you gave a full accounting for everything, so no one could accuse him for anything. Okay, exactly how much money came in, exactly what it was used. And that's Baruch. So no one should think, ah, you know, he has his finger in the pie, and he's uh, helping himself to cascade uh, That's Baruch. You have to be able to account for everything, every all the stock of money that you, you handled. Now, that's the first example. Rabbi Yechonan Amar, if I'll be walking around four Amas without learning Torah, without Filanan, so that would be Echidol Hashem. And this is a big Echidish. Why are people accused of Yechidol? What is he doing? You see him walking around four Amas without learning. So what are you going to think? No, he's taking a break. He's a leverist. What would be the big avarity that people would think that Yechidol is doing? No, whatever the case would be. That we see for four Amas, that he's not learning Torah the whole time. And so the Zishon explains by Ian. So call Adam the female regosai, or the female shall never show any at all. So she is born in the village as his daughter built in Hoganishkamai. Everyone has to think about how other people look at him, and therefore what they would think of him as doing something which isn't correct for a person I get to do. The more people get a match of him and see him as being a chacham, Cain Yoroi, Shiyab is a herosai, with every avoid of the Dukhi boy. That's how extra careful he has to be in everything that avoids Hashem. Because the more people look up to him, the more they expect him to be a certain way. And the more they expect him to be a certain way, the more in their eyes that's he, letting them down, he doesn't, doesn't live up to the standard that they expect him to be at. And therefore, that's Mechaib and Dravon that standard. This is the second point. So the first point he said is that the Batsim Chilal Hashem is relative. But not to the real level of a person. Chil Hashem is relative to the level that people think he's at. And therefore there's a certain expectation they have from him. And if that's the case, for him to be doing something different is Ba'asim Chil Hashem. Because people think, would have thought of him as not doing that. And therefore, Rabbi Yechem saying a Chiddush. And that is, is there an Issa Ba'asim to walk for Amos Latar or not? But being as people looked at Rabbi Yechem as someone who doesn't do that, and therefore, he has to make sure to live up to people's expectation of him. Otherwise, they're going to be disappointed that ah, it's not what we thought he was. And it's Gamin, the Torah. Because people think, you know, we thought that Yechman was a person who never walks past that Torah. And now we see it's not true. I watch him walk past that Torah. So it's letting down their expectation of what they expected him to be. What if a person can't? Sorry? What if a person can't live up to people's expectations? This is a problem. There's a famous story of a Talmud of Chaznish. So, Chazosh was told him, you have to be careful how you act, because people look at you as a Tamil Chacham. And if that's the case, if you don't act properly, they're going to look, look, it's going to look bad that Tamil Chacham. So, the person says to him, but, yeah, I'm not a Tamil Chacham. So, famously, the Chacham is in him. He said, I know that, and you know that. The people in the street don't know that. They think you are. And therefore, clap for them, you have to act a certain way. And this is why it's coming to the area of the kids, because it's not just what a person knows for themselves. It's thinking, what do other people think about me? And if other people think about me a certain way, then I can't let down their expectation of me. Now, obviously, what's the, what's the goal? That you can end it up and say, that's because the people think of me as being way ahead of where I'm already at, and therefore I'm going to push myself to the level where I'm, not, I'm really not holding by that, and I can't even give it up, because maybe somebody is overrating me. The answer is no. It has to be something which a person could do. And therefore, it's bad and not completely wrong impression of what the person is, except, you know, maybe for most of the time, Rabbi Yechon was somebody who wouldn't walk for arms without 
Sarah's finished. Right, today is a headache. Today is very tired. It's the first of his mind, whatever the case might be. Right? So he wants to deviate from his regular practice, even with a good excuse. He's like, can't. Why? Because that's going to be letting down the, what people expect. Right? To live up to the standard, what people expect me to do. And uh, that, that's why I forget an excuse. Because to, to always have that awareness of what's the expectation of me, and am I acting in a way which is, and people who are watching me are going to think of me. As not keeping, as not being honest with where I'm really meant to be, that's that's something which a person is always scared about. Um, uh, like that's been coming on time to that. Yeah. <clears throat> there are certain people who, if they see someone coming late to davening, they think, oh, what a shame. Because they attack are very careful about it. But if they're looking after that person, if uh-huh. they're expecting to come on time. Expect you to come on so time. So they have to be on time. Now, well, this is particularly, now, not over lots of Rabiachman. That we think the world thinks of us as such things to him, that we have to act a certain way. But there's an area where this hits home very hard. It's very good to all of us. And that is, what do your children think of you? Because if they think of you a certain way, then you can't let them down either. And the problem is they will sing you the whole time. And therefore, if they think of their father, the Tamil Chacham, their father's a tzaddik, their father's a Tamil they look up to. So you have to be very careful never to do something which your children are going to think like, how can I have what that is doing there? It's like it's doing the wrong thing, and he shouldn't be doing the wrong thing. And so it's, 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 and that's also the because they're looking up to you as being somebody who is promoting a certain way of, of acting. Want them to be like that also. So why are you acting like that? You tell us to do it. You tell us what's meant to be done. So why are you keeping to what you say yourself? And that's why it's a, it's a big, bigger crisis. And this this dinner of the kids of Hashem is a big, bigger crisis in parents. And that is, if, you, if you're presenting yourself in a certain way to your children, so then you have to make sure to live up to that standard. If, if something which you say is important, you have to live it yourself. Because otherwise, if you, if you don't keep to your own standards, then by then they're going to think of it as, as either it's not really important, or they're going to think of you as being, you know, you're, not, you're not really honest with what, you, what you're trying to show you are. And therefore, that's a big mechai for someone. Because uh, they're watching you too. And it's also going to make an impression of how, did you, how, how much are you acting in that uh, in a way which one looks up to is the right way to act and like again if a father wants his children to think of him as a Talmud Chacham then he has to make sure not to let, not to let down the image of what Talmud Chacham is going to be um, I want to tell a story from Rav Revda yeah Rav Revda he said in a certain uh, gun. So at the four year old, five year old boys. So then yeah, they wanted to make like some kind of a thing for all the parents. And so I don't know what they went they went to the act out the Shabbos table. But so each of the kids had a different role to play the Shabbos table. So one kid was chosen as the Shabbos Abba. So all the parents were going to watch. And uh, Magdalena thought she did a good job because she knew that this, this kid's father was a Choshevara. So that okay, so he told me he knows what it means to be a Shabbat the Shabbat Shabbat He's from his own father's a very respected person. And okay, he'll, he'll, he'll act the same way. So what happened? So she thought, okay, act like, act like your father, act like the father of the Shabbat Okay, no problem. So he makes a moat in the Chalas. And uh, after Chalas, he looks around and he says, okay, who's going to tell me the Pasha? So one of the other kids on the table starts to the question, good, and what about this? Uh, said, okay, stop, 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 the children's coming. <laughs> and uh, of course, it was 
<laughs> for the father, who was, who was extremely embarrassed, you know. But it's more important than the Torah's father, the you And the kid picked it up. If he had to, you know, roll play what his father does every week, he has to play story. If he has to roll play what his father does, you know, the Torah, stop, until the child comes. So you have to. It's, uh, it's just a good example of what it means that the image you present to your children is you have to be careful also what are they thinking of you and if, you, if they think of you this is a Talon Kachum or this is uh, whatever and if this is what a person's way the person's meant to act so then it's also negative and now we've seen another point there's two parts to Chilon Hashem the one part of Chilon Hashem is people are going to look down on what a person's doing they think it's wrong the other part of Chilon Hashem is they think it's right and they'll do the same and it's also a Chilon Hashem it's a Chilon Hashem in the opposite direction because people say, why are you doing that? Because I saw a son said it. And then, well, that makes it okay. Well, if he's doing it, so of course it's okay. And then if it's not okay, so then they, 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 it's, it's, it's not just people are going to look at what the time of is doing, doing something wrong, but they're going to learn from it, do the same thing. And it's often, it's, it's, it's a very regular excuse. Now, why, why are you talking to him that day? Well, I saw a son said that. Now, whether he was right or he was wrong, the reason that's not the point. It's a chidol Hashem. Because people are going to learn from you to do the wrong thing. Either for the person himself is careful, and then he looks down, why isn't someone like that being careful? Why is he talking? And if someone doesn't know better, and he's going to say, well, if he can do it, I can do it, that's also Chil Hashem. Either way around. And that's how we saw that Nikios and Chil Hashem is a very high target. Because it's something which, let's go back to where we started from, something which is the guy Rabbi Yenna said. And that is, it's not something that in the circumstance that I make a mistake or not. It's something which is in the category of, I always have to be thinking. I always have to be thinking, what are people going to say? What are people going to say? What are people seeing me doing? What are people expect me to do? And I have to always make sure that I'm not going to do something which is going to act in a way which is going to bring down judgment. And the greater the person is, like he said, so the more it becomes nachais. The more it becomes nachais because the more is expected of the person. So, uh, the people in Rabbi Eichmann's town or city or whatever expected more of him than the people in Babel expected of Rav? Rav was given an example. I don't know. The, the people in Revechen and Tanev expected him to be somebody who never stopped. I'm assuming Rav was greater than Revechen, right? We're not sure. Pascal no, like Rav. Yes, the Pascal was older than Revechen. But Revechen respected Rav, for sure. But the man said, one is leader of Babel, one is leader of Eretz Rav. But the question what the expectation was. And the mass is we can the MS is we can we can bring this down the mass. Imagine you would have walked into Rabbi Joshua's uh, study. Uh, everyone walked and expected him to be sitting with his hands in his forehead to put more open table in front of him. Right? Imagine you happen to walk in your team looking at an ice cream cone. Now it could be it's for that ice cream, there's nothing wrong with it. And it could be maybe there's a reason to eat the ice cream cone. But it'll ruin your estimation a hundred times of what you expect the battle to do. Why you did something wrong? No, but that's not what you expect. That you expect you him to, to be to be not not doing anything besides Sudan. And now you see him doing something else which you don't understand like why would the battle spend his time licking ice cream guns, let's say. Right? So then even though there's nothing but atom wrong with it, but it lowers the estimation of what people expect the battle to do. And it's the same thing as a real walking without the study without learning without fear. Because that's not what you expect him to do. And one more time, and that, and that brings down the chashivas in people's eyes of what Tamil Chachamim are. Yeah, we expect them to be a certain way. It's not like it. Right. Nice. And, and now about, he says. That, I'm missing, uh, this happened to me or Ben Ismail at night. If a person 
was only able to daven after this man. She should not daven be a chiddus and a cause of chiddus After this man... The Mishmah is talking about Zman Tefillah. Zman Tefillah? Yeah. It was... Yeah. That not only does it apply to what a person is doing, but he said that Shemi Shemar Halimud Ba in the Torah, Yavu Kamoi Ken Biyashav Etzikun Amidus. It's expected that if a person knows more Torah, it's expected to have good Midus. V'chol Mashayachsim is the Mishmah Shemar Halimud. And therefore, a person who's learned a lot and doesn't have good midas, go and be zoned the limud atzma. But the atzma is mevaz the Torah. But they have to chel the chil lishma yisparach. She doesn't understand the Torah. But even the rasik, but rasik the Torah shleimu seinu. And you see a person learning Torah and is very missing in other areas. So then it brings down. Like, so what are you getting from his learning? That's a famous gemara. The gemara is a person who learns Torah, but ain masoy matoy benachs not brings. So people say, why do you learn Torah? Plain Shalom Torah, look how bad it is. Look how we call it myself, and uh, therefore bring down the cover of Torah. And it's an interesting point here. And that is, that means there's a tacit admission, even from people who don't learn Torah, that there's an admission, from even people who not learning Torah, the Torah is meant to make you better. No one's going to say, look at a guy, he's busy learning architecture, or Akhiyak, like that. Right? Or he's in medical school, like, what's he doing? But it's understood that one's one under the other one. But he's in yeshiva. There's an, even people who are detractors, and, right, and the people are looking to see what the Torah is doing wrong, there's that un, unspoken admission the Torah is meant to make you better. And therefore, if, then, therefore they have a time. Uh, it's like how these people are acting. Why didn't the Torah have an effect on them? And that's a chidul Hashem. Because if even they are being moided that the Torah is meant to have an effect, so then it, for them they're also... It's, it's not right that the person isn't being influenced by the Torah is there. What if you go into a shop and the guy is really... Well, the person wants to be a Tamil It's raising the stakes, so to speak, of what's expected of them. Uh, the answer is, and like, just like you asked the question, it says that she's a didactic, more about tzaddikim, so I might as well be a tzaddik. The answer is, it's only Lutei It's only Lutei Vasek. Because at the same time, that person has much more positive influence the other way around. If a person is living up the expectation of them, it feels ah, French lamotary will come and know myself. And I'll have a castle on the straw shop before I spot. And the person who's in my shop is not acting for myself, and he comes out, okay, not, not for the times that she punishes for what they did wrong, but the times that actually not acting comes out good, so it's Mr. Bishle Musa, because it's much more scar for that. So it's like a riskier, but it's. It's bigger stakes, but it's for sure worthwhile. For sure worthwhile. Being a beer, right. you told me two years ago. Right. Being a beer, well, really the risks and the, people are really rich to take risks in right. their business. So and the benefit is much bigger, but the loss could be potentially bigger too. And everybody would want that position. Yeah. Right. Now, the other point is he's not talking about that here, but just as bad as Kilo Hashem is, so just remember, that's how great the Kilo Hashem is. And therefore, again, the greater the person is, the more is in a position to make a Kilo Hashem. Because the more people live, look after that person and say, wow, that's somebody we respect. And the more a person is worthy of that respect, so then other that makes a kiddush Hashem. So it's true. You have to be careful, of course, but not to let down the expectation. Now, the question which always comes up in this, not too much time, but it's, about it, it's very, very legalimized. And that is, people say, it depends who's looking at you. If it's a from Jew looking at you, or it's a universally respected value which people are looking to see in you, and uh, that's what you do. So of course, people are going to say, ah, he did the right thing. Right? But let's say you're looking, people are looking at you who are having a completely different worldview. They're coming from a different position altogether. And uh, what you're doing right, they think is doing wrong. Putting on tune in an airport. Or whatever it's going to be, what you do. 
like not allowing abortion. Yeah, whatever you know, anything which are from other people's perspective, they think is right, mm-hmm. and they see you doing it. So I think make Why doesn't this person uh, be? Why isn't he more liberal? Why isn't he more? Why doesn't he extend his hand to that woman? Why doesn't he shake hands with the lady? That's a very good one. Whatever it's going to be, there. Ah, these people, there's something wrong with it. But from their point of view, they think of what you're doing is not normal. Mm-hmm. They think it's thing is wrong. So why doesn't it make a chil Hashem that Kilo in their eyes are not acting, are not acting where they would want me to act? And the answer is the person's a mistake. Chil Hashem isn't that why am I not acting like people who are doing the wrong thing would want me to be. The the Chil Hashem is not acting the way that people would expect the Talmud Chacham to be. And therefore, it's not that as somebody who has a wrong hashkaf for things, I should be acting like he is, and if I'm not, there's something wrong with me. You know, if I'm not going to be more welcoming of strangers, I'm not going to be more uh, fluid in my values, I'm not going to be more willing to compromise. Also, why is this whatever, so strict. That's not a chidol Hashem. On the contrary, the, 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 the position of what I'm doing is right. So he, he's asking me, it's like asking, why isn't he being a bit more wrong? Uh, uh, he me, you, might, you want me to be wrong, I don't want to be wrong. If, if a person is doing what's right, that's right. That's uh, not a chidol Hashem that someone wants me to be joining and doing the wrong thing. The Nukura Chil Hashem is when it's something which Be'etzim is right. And then the question is, why aren't you doing what, what, what you know is right? Or what Be'etzim, we both agree, is what you, you, what you meant to do. And then, then, then is the time of Chil Hashem. You aren't fulfilling the role that Hashem wants you to fulfill. The fact that I'm being Makhbun Halacha, we have spoken about it before. The message is on the Marachai Atarik. The whole thing, the whole Klayish Hashem, Marachai, just bend down to Haman. Why are you being so stuck up about it? Why are you being so strict about it? And what's the big deal? Marachai refused. It's not a chil Hashem. And the question is a kiddush Hashem. Marachai is standing up for what's right. Now, it could be people wanting to do what's wrong, but it doesn't mean I have to listen to what's wrong, even if people are upset with me for not doing what's wrong. That's in there, no, I'm doing what I think is right. And that's the, that, that's the other of what, what is looked up to, and Marachai would lay He didn't move. He was, he was true to what he held was right. That's uh, the fact that I don't do what somebody else wants me to do is not a chil Hashem. I'm doing what I hold is right. The Chil Hashem only comes in when something which you hold yourself is wrong. So why are you doing it? Why aren't you living up to the standard that you yourself say is right? And then that, 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 that's something which a person is more careful about.